G'day golfers. Ever found yourself redirecting blame and making excuses after having an absolute shocker on a golf course? I know that I have. Range was closed, I was a little cold, didn't warm up, I hit it in those three old divots. Then we have the podcast for you. We focus on how to fundamentally own your swing. Strike it pure and consistently shoot in the 70s. Be it if you're a weekend hack, retired and playing daily, a school phenom or a tour professional. We present and discuss facts and physics pertaining to golf, trying to keep our ego and opinion at bay. We dispel myths such as keep your head down, bend your knees, or my all-time favourite game improvement irons. So stop drinking that mythical Kool-Aid and have a sip of ours. I think you'll find it both inspiring and refreshing. I'm Scott Young, founder of Swing, PGA professional and ex-tour player. And together with physical therapist Dr. Sean Joyce, Welcome to Pivot the Path. G'day, golfers. SJ, good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Excited to chat for a half hour. Yeah, we're going to get into it. We've got a lot to discuss. How was the morning? Yeah, really nice. Getting cold again here. Cold again. I'm really itching to get out and play some golf, but around here, it's not been perfect. Yeah, she's a little fresh. We had quite a few of our members play on Saturday in the rain. It was about 55. Yeah, I heard that from a few. Yep. So they played a lot of concrete greens. I'm stoked to hear that some of the golf courses didn't have temperatees. I think they should. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, if they've got greens that maybe lack a little bit of aeration and have poor drainage, maybe we can put temperees on those. But too many nor New England, New York golf courses are too conservative with people's footprints in the frost. I mean, it's grass. It'll grow. Yeah. And uh, members should be out of play. So definitely news from the fairways. What have we got? Bit of an international PGA tour last week. Big time. Yeah, yeah. French, Danish, and German one, two, and three. I think it's great for golf. Yeah, yeah, pretty awesome. And you brought to the table the Hogarts, the Hogarts. Yeah, I'm, we're probably pronouncing it wrong. But, ha- uh, we do apologize. How's that family? Yeah, so both brothers play second place. Uh, Nikolai on PGA. And his brother Rasmus, I believe. That's insane. Uh, second on DP World Tour, so pretty awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. I, I just want to. I mean, I'd love to get into. We should clone the Kelsey brothers. I should get some hair from the Manning dad. He's obviously <laughs> there. That, we go. That guy's got some genes. Yep. Um, and uh, and the the Hogard family. That's that's. Yeah. If you think about that, that's pretty cool. Like, pretty nuts. Yeah. We had super insane. siblings going on here, but super for both siblings. of them to be, you know, talented enough to make yeah. it on professional tours, not only just make it, but to be, you to know. Be, yeah, I mean, you got to think mum and dad know a thing or two. Yeah. Shout out to the parents there. Pretty impressive. And uh, nearly caught up, just crushed it, won yep. in a playoff. I actually watched it. That was really cool. Yeah. Lydia Co, just a machine, but I... I think uh, I think sharing the love is a little is is solid. Yeah, Nelly seems to be a little step above if she gets a putting right and yeah. she putted well. It's and, really impressive. Yeah, I saw about this week on LPGA, Nelly Corda played seventeen and eighteen uh, on the week at eight under or something uh, like that. Insane. So the last two holes, she was just on so fire. yeah, so consistent. And she's too. married or dating the hockey guy, right? Oh, I'm not sure. I think yeah, I think she's she's in partnership with a with a professional athlete. So they, whenever they if they have, hopefully they're in a great thing. If they have kids, go look out genetics yeah, on that potential one. Potential there for sure. Yeah, because she's quite tall too, like five eleven. Love to screen some of those guys. And then um, Mr. Dunlop says, "Bugger it, let's throw a hat to the wind and get into to PGA." Yeah, uh, yeah, he's dove in. Which, yeah, we were talking about last week. So if anyone hasn't heard. He's going. He's going pro. So that means what? So that means he is obviously full gone the money. He now gets the FedEx 
cut points. He gets the yep. he gets the rankings, and so he's got a two year exemption minimum, yep. and he'll get a sponsors invite into everything as a, yeah for as sure a, as a as an Alabama boy. Uh, so that's huge. Yeah, that's big that's time. Huge. I hope that uh, I hope his parents are managing him. That'd be lovely. Just keep it in the family. Yeah, it'd be really actually. Cool. I don't know. Do you know if he's signed with anyone? I am not sure on yeah. that front. Hopefully his parents are managing that. That would be uh that would be superb. And then Mr. Yeah. Kim, a blast yeah. from the past. We get Anthony Kim back in professional golf would be so much fun. Interesting, right? So the noise is for those who are just joining golf. A lot of swing members and our outside community are, are, are new to golf in the last, you know, COVID, four or five years. Anthony yeah. Kim came on and was number two or three in the world. Uh, won several PGA Tour events, never won a major, but phenomenal golfer. And then yeah. just disappeared. And he was electric when he was out there. And he had the white belt always. Yeah. A yeah. bit of flair and swagger flair. to him. A lot of swagger. When LA boys. Yeah. Yeah. Born in Compton, kind of grew up in a so, rough, yeah. yeah, don't quote us, wikis, but I believe he was brought up in a in a tougher area of LA and yeah. just lights out talent. When he was playing good yeah. golf, I mean, so fun mm -hmm. to watch. And then just disappeared out of thin air. And left us he all did have a more. wrist injury or hand injury, and he mm -hmm. did get an insurance. He insured himself for injury, mm -hmm. and I believe he was living somewhat off that. Yeah. Uh, but to have him back, he seems a great dude. Yeah. He's got the world's smallest calves, which suggests he's anteriorly tilted, which suggests that posterior chain is always on, which is your bread and butter, which we're going to dive into a little bit later with me. But mm -hmm. um, he's got an interesting body type. Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. Yeah. Uh, and and who knows what he's doing. So what's the mail he's talking to? So I've just seen, you know, footage of him on the range now hitting golf balls and stuff. And I mean, swing looks nice. And what is he, 38-ish? Uh, I think he's yeah. got to be mid to late 30s. Yeah. Yep. So he's and got plenty apparently of time. It sounds like he's in talks with PJ Tour as well as Liv to, to come back to professional golf. Yeah. Um, I'd love to to see it happen. You know, you have to wonder after all this time off, has he been playing? You know, what's his I game I mean, he like? literally has gone dark for 15, yeah. 12 years. We've it's got crazy. nothing pretty much. Which is awesome, actually. Yeah. So, yeah okay, yeah. we... We wish you the world's best, mate. We'd love to see you. Yeah, come back. Come back. You, Bring you some of that electricity. You can't fake raw that it, the yeah. John Daly factor. Yeah. You know, you just, the Greg Norman factor, you just can't fake it. You have it or you don't. You have and, it or you don't. And as we've talked about lately, there's some cool new storylines and names popping up in professional golf, but it'd be nice to see an old legend come back. Yeah, and, especially one with flair and gusto. And then yeah. for us, we... Swing was was represented down at the PGA show. So for again for those non non knowers, the, the PGA shows, I believe it's the world's biggest trade show. It's humongous. Yeah. There's over a million square feet of vendors. There are a thousand uh there are a thousand vendors and there's something crazy like eight thousand products. And so uh, you unfortunately were tied up with clients, which was good. Yeah, <laughs> you're busy. Good problem to have. Um, good problem to have. So I ducked down there just for a day, and with the goal to really set up the swing golf clubs. That was that yeah. was what our number one goal was. Mm -hmm. uh, so very proudly, we've got our blades coming in about fifty days, and then we're going to do a very very slight cavity. And again. The blade and the cavity is less gear effect. So we build clubs based on the math. And so the math will be, as we know, we love blades mm -hmm. in here because it's less gear effect. And so our non-blade will be very, very uh, small cavity to have as little gear effect as possible, non-offset. Mm -hmm. And we'll get those hopefully in about, 
The blades will be here in about a month, so we should get those in about three, yeah. two to three months. And then we'll have wedges yeah. as well. Those are going to be awesome. Which I love awesome. the the blades we have. We have a few sets in yeah. here already that you've been playing for a while. Yeah, yeah. Those fantastic. clubs, I find, really sell themselves. So yeah. Scotty's very, very generous in here. He allows everyone to hit his his, his clubs. His gamers. Your gamers. They don't hit my three wood, though, that's 38 years yeah. old. Yeah, no one can touch that. That's, that's <laughs> no, they Scotty do. They can, but they, they don't. They're like, oh, this thing's a dinosaur. Yeah, but um, people will hit those clubs, and they're convinced they're not blades. I've had yeah. so many people say these yeah. aren't blades, but I want a pair of these or a set of these, and, yeah. and they are. They're just they're pure. so pure. We're they just changing the narrative to... Mm -hmm. A golf club represents either gear effect or non-gear effect. There is absolutely no such thing as game improvement or this cavity helps me. It's either does the club affect gear effect, does the club not. So that's cool. Yeah. And then uh, I saw a couple of couple of gadgets and gidgets. And one thing that we wanted to, you know, the whole podcast is about high and tight on facts. One thing that I, I, I kind of went down there is a, two-hatted approach one was get mm -hmm. the clubs off but then i wanted to take the professional golfer hat off and just put in a customer hat yeah and i did find that there is a lot of noise on improvement and subject to you guys and girls listening whatever you're going to pull the trigger on just ask is this a you know positively affecting face less than path so that's what i kind of went in with yeah everything i looked at was it was it actually helping me or was it just smoke and mirrors? Yeah. So, so in terms of improvement, and I guess when you bring it back to face and path, it gives you a bit of a, a measurable way to look at things. Yeah, that was, a, that was the measurement. That was yeah. a litmus test. Yeah. So, so you mentioned um, a whole bunch of different things going on, obviously very cluttered space. But was there anything you saw or picked out that were like, hey, this would actually really relate to face and path? Yeah, so absolutely. So Tour Aim Golf was a... Uh, was an alignment feature that's a, that's a built by husband and wife who were just absolutely lovely. Noah is his name. They're in the booth. I mean, it just reminded me of Rosie and I and, yeah. and, and you jumping on and that we're just entrepreneurs trying to set a difference. So yep. uh, shout out to, to those guys. It was basically, we've, I've already bought three last night. Uh, we're going to sell them here and help Noah and his wife kind of grow the, grow the business. You can put it on a putting green and it's like putting through a mouse hole. Very simple concept. Yeah. It's what we do here and I've done for the last, 20 years myself i put two t's on a green and put through the yeah, t's yeah it's just a board with a mouse hole but it's brilliant gate, yeah and, and then put you put the alignment rods in there too, and then right? you put the alignment rods in really there he's, cool. he's done a great job yeah and then you f so that's standing vertically okay and then you flip it on the ground and you use it on the range with alignment rods cool. so you can use it on the putting green and the range so oh, i thought nice. noah Oh, and your wife, you've just designed this so brilliantly. Yeah, and it's just like a plate you can then slip in your golf bag. It's so good. And it's light. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. And then there were two, uh, actually, I didn't meet these guys. So it, there's so much noise and vendors and product. I mean, it's obscene. It's so intense. Yeah, it sounds chaotic. But then there were these two Indian guys from New Jersey. Mm -hmm. I didn't meet them. In about 10 vendors, 10 yeah. uh, bot booths, they had put this putting laser. So they were so smart. Yeah. They presumably said to themselves, look, we can spend our 10 grand on a booth or we can give our product to various booths, yeah. turn it on and it's a laser and it's called Putt Aim Golf. It's absolutely mm -hmm. brilliant. And it's a laser that ensures, again, how does it affect face less than path or in this case putting? Yeah. How does it tell me that my putter is aligned on the target line? Yeah. So it's a laser. It's That's awesome. awesome. So it sits on the back of the cup. It's on a little stand. 
So, and I didn't use it, but pretty easy to think about it. You make sure that your line on the putter or your putter face is perpendicular or square to the laser. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely Perfect. brilliant. So we got one of those coming for here, which is great. Um, and then Hudson Sutler was the was a mate of ours who's got a magnificent luggage and and just you're on golf. I took his bag down to 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 the PGA show and stream song. It's a suit bag and yeah. And Jake's just got a really lovely way of presenting a product based on being a golfer. And then he's launched his golf bag. Yeah, so and all the the materials, everything. We have beautiful. a handful of bags. He's yeah. been very generous with us that are really nice, but they just launched a brand new golf yeah. bag. That's, and we've been know, helping design that. So we're pretty stoked. Really cool. Yeah. Lightweight, but has enough storage for everything you need for those that we always encourage you to walk and carry your bag on the golf course. Yeah. It's perfect. for Yeah. It. I mean, Jake was great. He, we've been talking, you know, can we help with a bit of Velcro? Can we have this? Can we have that bit? So we're very proud to have Jake as a member and Hudson Sutler's just such an awesome, uh, awesome yeah, brand. Everything made right here across yeah, the river. In right here in the US, which is pretty cool. Yeah, really awesome. So they were my three takeaways. And then uh, and then very excitedly, we mentioned last week that you were going to scream me, which we yeah. haven't done for a while. Yeah. And uh, and then I went and played stream song. So I only did about two hours at the PGA show, met my guys, got our clubs organized. Yep. Thanks, Kevin. And uh, and then bolted two hours northwest to Streamsong, and yeah, it looked amazing. Those videos you sent me, I was jealous. It was sitting here. It was raining all weekend, and you were living the life. It down was there. unbelievable. I got to the, I left the show at like three. Got to Streamsong at five. Spent an hour and a half on the chipping green. Gave a caddy who was chipping after his cutting. Gave him a chipping lesson. <laughs> helped him out. Showed him my wedges with the bounce. So yeah, we're gonna cool. have a lot more bounce than anything that's available. And uh, and that was cool. Yeah. And then I'm SMSing and sending you video the whole time. Yeah, going, hey, I'm just sitting there drooling. <laughs> oh, it looked amazing. And so, how many how many courses do they have at Stream Song? So I think there's three golf courses. Uh, and it, it used to be run by uh, owned by Mosaic, which was a phosphorus company. So mm -hmm. it's an ag based. I believe it's seventeen thousand acres. Wow. And Kemper Sports have just bought it about two weeks ago. Wow. So they've Kemper's managed it for a long while. They're one of the biggest management companies like Troon or Kemper yeah, or got a ton of Bally. Uh, and they've just purchased it, I think, I believe. Cool. Uh, you know, every week Sean and I get asked where should we go play golf? I usually send guys to Sea Island or Kiwa. Mm -hmm. Red Stream Song was it, it blew my mind. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I will have to It's in the, the middle of ones. nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I guess that's true. And you've got to, well, it's easier to stay at the hotel. I thought the hotel was a little expensive. It yeah. was a lot of chunk of change, but it was, and the people were so lovely. That's awesome. The staff were magnificent. Um, I got there on Friday night and the dude was playing his acoustic guitar <laughs> and I'm having a Guinness after a pretty full on week. And yeah. it was just, I was like, oh my God. And right where you're supposed to be. Right where I'm supposed to be. But... To the point, you said something to me last week and you said, Youngie, your goal, will you tell me your goal is to deliver that you don't have to stretch in the morning. And I didn't have to stretch in the morning. Yeah. So we gave you, so last week we were talking about it. We're going to put Scotty through a screening, uh, see where his body stands and then uh, give you a couple action points based on what we find. So, so what did you find? Man, you're quite an interesting, especially from you know, a man's body. So super mobile. Yep. You've had tons of dislocations, that sort of stuff, but um, you've got tons of internal rotation. But even with that, we found your left side was significantly restricted Yeah, which compared is to the right. So you still have in your left more than most, um, but a good 10, 15 degrees shy on the left versus the right. 
based on all the testing and stuff we went through, just found that was due to like a, a position your hip bones were sitting in. So it's not that the joint has a restriction, anything like that. It's just your hips were sitting in a point where you couldn't access your internal rotation range of motion. Um, based on that, we see the effects trickle up the chain. So upper body was also in a bit of a state of Yeah, Sean asked me, he said, what would you like to achieve? And I said, well, I would love more thoracic extension. So if you think of your thoracic spine that rotates, my rotation's pretty good. It's a little tight, mm -hmm. but my extension was what I wanted to achieve in my golf swing. Yeah. And so for you, it's, it's interesting. There's a big section of your spine, I think, where you feel like you need more extension that's actually already stuck in extension. That's what blew my mind. Yeah. yeah. So you want more extension and you can't go further into it because you're already because there. Because I'm already there. Now, I yeah. didn't intellectualize that. Yeah. Which yeah. is a little tricky and hard to feel in yourself. Now, there's a, another section of your spine right below it that's stuck in flexion. So we need those two things to do the opposite of what they're doing. And then collectively, everything can extend more. And you yeah. can get in that finishing position in your swing that you want to. So um, what did you... So for me, I felt my... I've got about 60 degrees of internal rotation. I felt my left hip being a little restricted. Mm -hmm. And Sean did the test. There's one test where he, he basically gets me in an internal rotation. And my brain goes immediately immediately to, I'm about to dislocate my knee. And it yeah. was... When you were doing that, I was kind of flinching. Yeah, you're a little tense. Yeah, I just, <laughs> it's funny. I've dislocated, you know, 40, 50 times. And it, it's amazing how the brain just patterns, uh oh, yeah, oh shit. Yeah. This is, you don't like this, tense up. Yeah, yeah, just, just lockdown, yeah, protection yeah. mode. But um, it was quite interesting. But all the things we found with him are actionable, you know, in, in one session there, we get you doing a couple things where you using your own muscles pull the hips into the right position that internal rotation freed up you were dead even both sides yeah afterwards and then uh we started getting you actually doing a few things with your breathing in your rib cage which allows your thoracic spine then to change shape no uh sales technique mm -hmm. tangibly you got me on the table you did your assessment you got me to do about four or five movements to assess yep. then you worked on me for an hour and then when i got back on the table you know, no BS, the amount of more rotation and, and limitless would, was, would be the word I used. Yeah. I was like, damn, I can actually feel that. Cause it it's always hard, right? Yeah. As a, as a patient to a physical therapist, it's always a little subjective because we don't have your eyes or knowledge. Yeah. But for me to feel that I'm a Muppet in internal rotation anyway, and then I get more, I'm like, oh dude, game on. Yeah. Like, really. Should feel a little bit different and yeah. just get your, your brain starting to sense things differently and the changes we all made, it was all about getting rid of the clutter and all of the sensory input you're feeling. And I feel like, especially in New York, everyone's got so much sensory input from the sirens and the people walking around and just the busyness of it. But if we slow you down and get you sensing just one thing at a time, so get rid of the clutter. For you, it was, we started as simple as, can you feel your hamstrings? Yeah, so maybe I bet you took the words out of my mouth. How about we start, uh, maybe you can explain, which again, I had incorrect knowledge on yeah maybe you could explain why my hamstrings were engaged totally and then actually i had to engage them yeah that, that's a bit of a yeah so pretty tricky and this is a good example because i think most people feel some semblance of this um in their lives but it's oh my hamstrings are always tight and everyone's trying to get their hands to the floor uh now in your case you can go palms flat knees straight hands on the floor which are my eyes. and i do that every day in the shower and yeah. you actually said to me my eyes is an issue. Yeah. And reason being is with that anterior tilt you have, 
where your hamstring starts and where it ends is already being stretched yeah. and in fact overstretched. Yeah. So they feel tight because it's like you take a rubber band and you're just all day long pulling on it. Yeah. So you feel that bit of tension. You're like, oh, I need to relieve that. But actually, the way to give your hamstrings relief is you turn them on, you pull your pelvis into a position where from where it starts to where it ends now is shorter and it's on slack. So now there's better range of motion. Yes. And so that muscle there all of a sudden can relax a little bit, but it's also in a position where it has leverage now. It's strong. This is what we talked about, which I didn't understand. So yeah. can I get you to talk a little bit about leverage? What yeah. So if you take any given muscle in a joint um, and you think of that joint fully opened up where the muscle would be stretched, and then when it's fully closed down, the muscle would be in its shortest position. On both ends of the spectrum, the muscle is not as strong. In the middle of that joint range of motion, between full stretch and full contraction, that's the muscle has the most leverage. Yeah, so Love that that's word. where in a perfect world, your body lives, is your joints and your muscles are in a position where what should control the joint has leverage and is ready to work right away and you've trained it to do what you want. Um, so that's where we had to take your hamstrings from that overstretched position pull things back to that middle ground where the hamstrings are nice and strong. And now you have a muscle that can really anchor your pelvis down in that anterior posterior fashion. And you can use all the other right stuff when you start rotating for golf. So for me, I said to Sean and it's on our, on the podcast, I said, I'd like to have more posterior tilt through impact. But the irony was because I live day to day in anterior mm -hmm. tilt, my hamstring is always on and at its full, full extension. Therefore, I can't go anymore. And mm -hmm. so your theory, which was backwards from my brain, but now I get it, is, well, Young, it's not that you can't posterior tilt through impact. It's because your hamstring and posterior chain, backside of my legs, is always so on, they can't go any further. There's nowhere to go. Yeah. So and in that case, actually, um, you just need them to learn now how to control your pelvis the right way yeah so, so i was, get that and I, i'll tell you and i tell a lot of people this and they're pretty shocked but stop stretching your hamstrings yeah now it doesn't that's not a blanket statement for everybody but yeah. for you yeah you need to exercise them don't I need stretch to, them i need to be able to control them you need to learn how to shorten them and anchor your pelvis down instead of if you keep stretching them you have no stability so to that point and with absolute sincerity i haven't stretched my hamstrings since last <laughs> wednesday uh tuesday and I flew uh, Thursday morning at 6 a.m., so up at 4, walked the show, drove two hours to Streamsong, got out and came from the inside and ripped it straight away. Yeah. It sounds so, like you played quite well. You, you yeah. Nice so, let, so let's parlay. So then I did my breathing and, and hamstring engagement exercises at like 6.30. And then I get to the golf course, and this is where it gets really cool. So I'm SMSing Buggerlugs here going, dude, wish you were here. Uh, I'd been paired with two other guys. So I just booked a, a single tee time, walking red, 8.30 tee off. And I get up to the starter and the other two didn't show up. And I'm like, what? Who pays 300 bucks around or whatever it was? And then doesn't show up. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I then uh, called the boss and say, boss, I'm on my own. And Rosie's like, right, content. Yeah, so we videoed. Video so I played shot. even part of the front nine. And this is where it gets really funny. So I play the eighth. And there were the three ahead of me and I was wearing pants. I always wear pants. Melville Proud, who used to run the PGA back when I was way back when uh, in, a, in New South Wales, said to me, I always want to be able to look down the 18th and see my players. And I know my players are golf pros because they're wearing pants. Little old school, I know. But yeah. So I'm playing in long pants and these three guys were at the halfway hut. At Red, it's a halfway hut on the ninth rather than the 10th, mm -hmm. uh, the eighth, eighth green. 
And these three humongous humans came up to me and said, hey, dude, uh, you're obviously here for the show. We've been watching you play. Do you want to join? I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, I'd love to. So these guys, and shout out to Dustin, Brandon, and, uh, and Big Jake, these boys were uh, traders. They were super nice guys. I know they're going to be listening. Uh, we've got three new, three new uh, clients. Yeah. And they were hockey players from Michigan. So they were ecstatic at the college ball they won. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were humongous humans. One guy was about 6'6". One guy was 6'4", Jake. And Jake said to me, oh, who are you and what do you do? And I said, yeah. oh, my wife and I have, have got a, a new product and business we've launched and we've got uh, Dr. Sean who's joined our physical therapy and the three of us are kind of starting to hopefully change the narrative in the golf swing. We're mm -hmm. heavy into biomechanics. Yep. He then flips and starts being pretty aggressive and goes, oh, I've just been to the show and I've seen this fantastic app that's several million dollars and I've got 60 degrees of internal rotation. And to which he came at me quite aggressively. So then the alpha male in me kind of reared up and I yeah. said, well, I'm pretty positive, buddy. You don't have 60 degrees of internal rotation. I've got 60 and I've never seen it. Yeah. And he said, oh, no, this thing told me that I did and the show said I did. Yeah, I said, yeah. well, I, I could actually measure it for you. It'll take three seconds. Yeah. So this is where it was really funny. So I said, mate, just lie down face down on this bench and I'll give you a test. And his voice started ripping him. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you've known this Aussie for all of 20 seconds and he's getting you to lie down face down and spread your legs. So <laughs> there was banter going back and forth. Good fun. It was so much fun. And sure enough, this kid had about 29 degrees left side. His right side was pretty good, actually. The right side was about 40. Yeah. And then because it was based on facts, he started believing. Yeah. And and then ironically, the first hole we played was a like 300 yard par four at red. I think it's number nine. And I hit it to about four foot and made eagle. And yeah. so <laughs> the game was on. Yeah, the, there you go. Instant it, credibility there. Yeah, it was. And these guys are, are lovely guys. And Jake outdrove me by about 25, 30 yards every drive. These boys were big yeah. humans. Yeah. Yeah. Big, yeah. big hockey players. And you can imagine. So. Both of them spun their torso. They were right-handed, so mm -hmm. right hockey hand low. Yeah. And both of them spun their torso through impact. They were outside in. They were hitting little pulls. And I didn't want to, you know, we we're always trying to just be very calm and, hey, this is our idea and we're yeah. not saying it's right. But I let them come to me and I said, guys, I'm here to help. Yeah. Um, and so we, we got them hitting a lot to first base cool. and they were just blown away. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you lent the driver, gave him a whack. Yeah. At, so they, uh, they had club these, by Scotty. Yep. they had these really fancy driver shafts that were way too expensive and they're all tip soft and yeah. the, the stuff that comes out of swing is absolutely precise. And so my driver shaft is ridiculously stiff because remember the lighter the shaft, the faster it moves, the stiffer the tip, the less the face opens. What's our rule? face less than par yep and so they both ripped my driver and said yep we'll buy one of those so we're going to put a new shaft into there i think one had a tideless one had a ping yeah um and it was just lovely that they believed us and thought that okay you've got something different to say yeah and it's based on math and face less than par yeah jake was yeah. A big dude, Brandon was a humongous human who played off two and had only been playing for about four years wow. and had really whippy clubs and his clubs were an inch too short. 
Really? So so we'll see what happens there. Oh, yeah. Get them down to scratch. Get easy them, yeah, with, get them uh, down to scratch. Those things. So Stream Song was awesome. Thoroughly recommend you get out there. Yeah. Uh, the, chipping, the chipping green was absolutely delightful. The range was superb. But again, just backing it up. And the irony is they were hitting balls next to me at, at 7 a.m. Okay. And then I walked the line and videoed the three guys I played with, which is ironic. Yeah. But I guess not if you think about it because they were the group ahead. Yeah, yeah. But no one on that practice range had alignment rods. That's shocking. And so I'm like, guys, the reason you guys suck is because you set the tone for not knowing where you're aligning. And so getting yeah. back to the products, we've got the the tour aim and the putt aim. Mm -hmm. They were alignment-based products. Yeah. Just you get know, some easy feedback. Get some easy feedback. And then that becomes your habit. I mean, I at the PGA show, that the putting green itself would have been about as big as a tennis court, tennis court and a half. Yeah. And the frustration I had if I put my biomechanics hat on is that all these people going on with all this baloney because it was a controlled environment. They had all these fantastic gadgets, yeah. but in a controlled environment. What I mean by that is, if you put me in a controlled environment of alignment, i.e., I set up this gadget before you arrive yeah. so that when you set up to have a putt, I know you, your alignment's right. Mm -hmm. Most times people putt well. Yeah. So now the person using the gadget is going to hold putts, but it's not because of the gadget. It's because he's been set up with good alignment, in my opinion. Yeah. And so as we come back to and bring this back, whatever you buy, if I, you know, if we may suggest, Ask how it affects face less than path or in putting good alignment, yeah. but in a non-controlled environment. As you take the gadget out of the box or as you buy that new golf shaft, make sure that you don't need someone to hold your hand yeah. and make sure that it is in a non-controlled environment. So all these, I mean, there must have been 40 putting gadgets and not many of them, if I may say, basically told you how to align well. So our whole goal here is own your swing. How do you own your swing? Make sure that every decision, purchase, shaft, club, gadget, yeah. gets you face less than path for golf swings and alignment with putting. And so you own your swing. That's our whole mantra. Yeah, well done. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. Next year, we're down there. Let's yeah, go play I'm not missing song. it next year. That looks too much fun. You just have to tell your clients with a bad hammy. Sorry, dude. I'll see you Monday. Yep. Gotta, <laughs> I love your dedication off. to your clients, <laughs> your, your, your patience. Yeah. Dude, stream solve. Yeah, that missed opportunity missed there. Opportunity. <laughs> Beauty golfers, look, thanks for listening to Pivot the Path. And remember, your on-course enjoyment starts with the work you put into your entire game. So absolutely, you can own your swing. Keep moving, keep swinging. Yeah, more to come next week. More to come next Enjoy week. Enjoy the week. Hit them well, everybody.